Hey all. This episode is going to touch on some subjects that you may find confronting or bring up memories of their history that you would otherwise wish to potentially not remember or you might just not be in the right headspace for them at the moment. So because this episode is going to reference alcoholism uh, and its effects on someone's mind and their life in the forms of depression, please consider this fair warning. If you want to skip this episode, please be my guest. If you're up for it, listen ahead. Welcome back to another episode of Just Another Nick. I am your host, Just Another Nick. Just a reminder that the views and opinions contained within this episode are my own. And whilst I don't specifically try to offend anyone, feel free to skip the episode if you don't like what you're hearing. Music touches us all in different ways. And it's really quite amazing how a song can have meaning, multiple meanings even. Obviously one for the songwriter, one for the artist, even each individual listener may interpret it differently and assign their own meanings to it. Today's episode is a little bit related to the song Familiar Taste of Poison by the band Howlstorm. And whilst it's typically associated to be about a woman who is in a toxic or abusive relationship that she can't get out of, for me, it's a little bit more of a literal representation of my past father's relationship with alcohol. I breathe you in again, just to feel you, underneath my skin, holding onto. The sweet escape is always laced with a familiar taste of poison. My father's choice of poison was wine. And he would consume far too much of it for hours on end, quite honestly, most nights. It was for him his escape. Despite being a highly educated man and a well-known peer within his corner of the scientific community, my father's world was complicated in his head. There was genetics, family heritage, a failing marriage, a high-stress job. He turned more and more towards alcohol and the friendships that he found at the bar, neglecting and, in a way, forgetting the family that he had at home. By the time that I actually started to really get to know my father as an adult and started to listen to how he would describe and talk about his life, quite honestly, it was very much the beginning of the end for him. 
I tell myself that you're no good for me. I wish you well, but desire never leaves. I can fight this to the end, but maybe I don't want to win. This section of lyrics really hits home deepest for me. All the conversations that my father and I had over the last few years, there were a few that touched on the fact that he both knew and at times accepted that he was an alcoholic and that at other times he didn't want to not be an alcoholic. Alcoholics, as you may know, like all of those addicted to something, have an almost unnatural desire for the product of their addiction. And that was no different for my father. He always wanted a drink, frequently, even when he already had one with him. He knew he could beat it. He even did for a while until his on-again, off-again partner got him drinking again. An action that I personally believe resulted eventually in his death. But there were also times when he knew that he didn't want to. In the end, he really did choose the drink over his own life. I don't want to be saved. I don't want to be sober. And I want you on my mind, in my dreams, behind these eyes, and I want to wake up. No, not this time. This, for me personally, really brings home the end of his addiction. At the end, in some of those last few conversations that I had with him, I chose to believe that he knew what was coming. He wanted, needed the effects of alcohol, the fogginess of mind, the slurriness of sight and speech, until the darkness would take him nightly and eventually forever. Looking back on it all, it's almost weird to say that I didn't really know my father until well after I was an adult. Didn't understand the pressures that he faced in his head, both true and self-inflicted. What I can say is that despite fearing and almost hating him as a child, some of those brutally honest and admittedly on his part, very drunk conversations late at night as an adult really give perspective to how an addiction can take hold and how it can almost unknowingly really control you, drive you to the point of depressive failure, both when you submit and when you resist its call. And ultimately, what the final cost can be. My father had a very long-standing drinking problem. For him, 
it was without a doubt, at the very least, the last 30 to 40 years of his life. That was the culture, the heritage that his family had. His brothers, father, grandfather were all alcoholics in one way or another. Some of them succumbed to effects of it, as did my father. Others chose a different route and got out of that. For those of my listeners out there, please know that if you suffer, or you know someone who does suffer an addiction, that there are people and services out there who can help. I won't lie and say it'll be easy, because it won't. It will be hard. You will want to give up. You may fall off the bandwagon repeatedly. But it is absolutely worth it. In that sense, just remember that there is a way for you to loosen and escape the grip of addiction that it has on your life. Thank you for listening to the episode, but you won't have to wait too long as there will be another episode dropping very soon. Don't forget you can give this podcast a five-star rating and review in Apple Podcasts or whatever app you're using for your podcast listening pleasure. Likewise, don't forget to like and share the Just Another Nick, the podcast page on Facebook. This helps to bring more listeners into this little community. To all my listeners, stay safe, stay happy, and remember to both give a shit and to not be a dick. The world will thank you.